The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its leaders, members, and contributors. Every week, your host, CEO of Two Small Men with Big Hearts, Stu Starkey, shines the light on a community to raise awareness of their leaders, members, and contributors. So together, we can create positive impact, inspire change, and help those in need of assistance at a grassroots level. Welcome to the community of Big Hearts. Welcome back to the community of Big Hearts. Um, I am here with uh, Taylor Crawford um, of Direct Focus Marketing. Uh, I'm excited about this one because uh, Taylor is a good friend of mine and uh, I hope he still is after this is over. Um, Using the term friend loosely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Met Taylor on a flight about a year ago and, uh, and in conversation, I sat down with him and we just started talking and we didn't stop for two hours. Uh, he's a really easy guy to talk to and definitely a guy with a big heart. So I'm excited to, to get into it with him here. Um, Taylor, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Direct Focus? We are a international marketing communications company. We have offices in Toronto, Calgary, uh, Portland and Winnipeg. Um, privately held uh, national clients uh, Scotia, Samsung, we do the entire marketing vertical. So everything from uh, creative and strategy to production, warehousing, fulfillment, overseas procurements. Uh, it's kind of the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built our whole um, company around clients and relationships. So for us, relationships are super important. We still have our first client uh, from 22 years ago. Um, I still maintain every client I've ever brought on. <laughs> um, and you have a lot of personal relationships. And that's just, yeah, it's been a fun ride so far. Awesome. Yeah, uh, after our conversation, I ended up uh, becoming a client of Taylor's. That's how we do it. Yeah, yeah. we just <laughs> friend you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And, and I've, uh, I think I've got, um, or I feel anyways, I get special treatment, but maybe that's what everybody gets. But I come in here and get to participate in, in some of their more, uh, their culture around here. And they just have uh, an amazingly fun time. Everyone uh, seems to be high quality. So uh, really happy to be a part of Taylor's team. Um, what we want to talk about today on, on the Big Hearts, uh, the community of Big Hearts, is um, we're, we're trying to look at it from, from all perspectives on how we can help in the community. And we, we've talked to a number of people now about some more of the traditional ways. But, um, and, th- and this one's near and dear to my heart because it's how I got into this topic was... Uh, coming at it from perspective of a business leader. Mm-hmm. So um, I know you do certain things and you do more things than, than you'll probably lead on here and how you impact the community and your team internally. Um, you want to tell us about uh, what comes to mind first yeah, with what you do? Yeah, there's no real f- uh, philosophy to it. So there's, um, you know, as an organization, we donate a lot. Um, you know, we're involved in a ton of different events, um, you know, um, but really it's based on causes. So uh, my nephew is Hirschsprungs. Uh, so we support uh, the Reach Foundation uh, internationally. Uh, my partner sits on the board. Um, we donate tens of thousands a year to it. Um, but everything we do is just on an individual basis. So, you know, we're um, small enough in the company, so you're, you're under, under 200 people. Uh, so you get to know everyone. Right. Uh, we have really low turnover, so over the years you just kind of 
see and you just help people along and you know I think uh, I'm really active in it because it's really helped me yeah so you know people have really helped me they've taken an interest I know um, whether it be um, emotionally or financially or whatever it be and we kind of return the favor as it were yeah uh I know you care a ton about your team, and, and one of the stories you told me was uh, um, an individual that was struggling mm-hmm. uh, on, on your team. I won't use names, um, but uh, and I'm sure you've done this more than once, but I prefer you told the story, and I think you know which one we're talking about. Yeah. But you, you went to um, uh, far beyond the call of duty to, to try and help the individual retrain and... and and when that didn't work, you, you took it even further. Um, you want to talk about that one, or yeah, it's uh, we hire you, you hire talented people, right? And they might not fit in. It might be the right time in their life, and it might not be the like they might not um, be the right job for them. Um, but they're still really, really good, talented people. Right. So when somebody's not working, um, you you try to coach and mentor and all that kind of stuff, and then you kind of come to an impasse. And I usually have the conversation where you sit them down and say. You know, first and foremost, we know you're struggling. So, like, if you give it everything you have, we'll give you everything you have. Uh, number two, if we can both agree this isn't a fit, uh, help you get a job. So, mm-hmm. like, go out with your head hang like held high. Um, I'll help you get a job. I know lots of people. Give you a great recommendation. Or third, we can fire you, and then that makes you an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that most people, I've honestly, I always thought they'd all choose number one, and they always choose number two. Yeah. And and they never enacted number three, so it's it's worked. And most people come back as either clients or um, they're just really thankful. Yeah, it's so important. Like uh, businesses like yourself, like you're the the largest in Manitoba marketing yep. firm uh, by quite a bit, and probably for good reason. You're keeping clients. You're keeping a good team. Uh, one of the quotes I heard recently was, "You you hire from your community and you fire into your community." Um, so it's important to make sure that um, mm-hmm. you're doing it in a respectful way. And Taylor certainly embodies that. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I most certainly haven't done everything right, but uh, <laughs> we have a good, uh, it's a good, uh, it's a good group of people. I always uh, work with people that I want, um, treat people like I want to be treated. Yeah. You know, so we don't have a big hierarchy here. Like we, of course, have a hierarchy. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, but nobody's better than anyone else. It's just different jobs. Right. You know, so I would say, like, um, my job's on the table at any time. Uh, if, if anyone wants to take it, it's totally there. you, you got to be qualified to do it, but, like, take it. Right. You know, and then I can go do something else, like work for a moving company. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. That's what I mean. That's uh, yeah, and, and w- something I saw personally, we, we were here for a meeting um, uh, one day, and we came early, and Taylor came to meet us. He says, hey, i got to do this one thing first before we get to our meeting. He had me come upstairs, and, and you guys were doing, I guess, um, one of your team members decided that she wanted to honor um, uh, International Women's Day. Yep. Was it? And so you got everybody together. You guys had a, a drink in, in honor of, and there was a speech and, and story or two, and they moved on. So it's all part of yeah, it's great. You know, maintaining we, a good culture. That's what it is. It's a, it, the culture is truth, so you kind of tell the truth. So right. it's like we're an organization that um, I forget um, one of our um, people here. She's been promoted three times, and I she is going to run the company. There's no question. And she sat down one day, like two years ago, and said, "Like I love it here because there's no glass ceiling." And I was like, from my extremely pri- privileged position, was like, "I never even thought that, that was a thing." 
<laughs> but of course I didn't think it was a thing. And that's something she was like, yeah, and I tell my friends they should apply here because that doesn't exist. Hmm. Um, and it made us really, really active on uh, making sure that we take away any type of barriers uh, like that. Uh, and I even looked through to make sure that uh, from an equality of pay standpoint um, that we were doing it. And it turns out we have 70% women and they actually make the top 20% of the money. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we're okay that way. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, where do you learn your how to be a leader in, in your right? Because obviously you have a different approach to leadership. Who do you learn from in the community? Because there's other people out there who are probably watching or listening who are saying, yeah, I like his style, I like his approach, but where did you get it from? How did you learn this? You weren't just born like it was totally born like this. Right, <laughs> um, wow, like, this is going to be a quick one. <laughs> like, wow. Um, no, I'm super lucky. Like I was saying that a lot of shit. Like I'm so lucky. My whole life has been full of luck. Um, there's been tons of people that have taken special interest in mentoring and being there and coaching. And, you know, I currently have a group of people um, that are not paid, that are seasoned business professionals that actually call me and like talk with the business and they're around and they want to get to know the staff. And, I've had great partners, and I've I've probably done every wrong thing in a row. <laughs> I was lucky to do them really young, um, so now um, I'm doing it hopefully a little bit more right than wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where you learn, and you uh, yeah you treat people well, and they stay, and you're loyal, and they're loyal, and it, it all comes back. Yeah, my partner has taught me a lot over the years because I didn't always we didn't always see eye to eye, and um, but I always had a tremendous amount of respect for him. And when he shifted into more of a mentorship role. Um, it was highly influential. What are maybe some of the biggest lessons that you might have taken away from him that have helped you become the leader you are today? Oh, God, I have so many. So the first is the higher you go, the lower you serve. So the higher you are in the organization, the more you work for everyone else. That's, um, a, that's a great quote. Yeah, it's what he said to me repeatedly, hmm. um, which makes complete sense. It's all about in how you treat people and how you, um, how you help. You know, so our, in our business, the horsepower of our business is actually um, probably the mid-tier of the salary band. Um, that's who does all the work. Um, so that's who you support. Right. You know, so it's not your vice president of finance, although if Mike's watching right now, we absolutely support you. It's the coordination group. That's our bread and butter. Um, and you said um, you've been a lucky guy, but um, in, in a year, um, I feel like I've got to know you pretty well. And, and I feel strongly about this, that you make your own luck. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you just, you learn along the way and, and uh, you've got some pretty hilarious stories where you've learned and you applied those. Um, so it, it's, it's not just luck. Taylor's very humble. Oh, thanks. Um, one of the things that, um, that, that we're doing in our, our organization is we're, um, trying to motivate ourselves uh, mm -hmm. my partner and I um, but also our team um, and and also serve the community but for the purpose of this conversation we're looking at it from a business leader um, so we've decided to do um, a version of the 1% pledge where we're giving 1% um, uh, of our employee time um, to organizations that, that they're uh, they feel passionate about. Uh, the only thing we ask is they take pictures and give us a little bit of content on yep. why they did it um, so they can inspire others and inspire our team. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is uh, donating our services. Uh, so we're, we're donating 10% of our, our net profit. I wish to, I had your kind of money, Stu. To, uh, 
to um, uh, the community, and we got some pretty cool partners that we're working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a goal to increase that from 10% higher as, as we grow. Um, and by 2024, we want to get um, 1 million in donated services a year to our, our charity partners in our communities as we grow through Canada and, and perhaps even into North America. And uh, a big organization like yours, mm-hmm. as successful as you guys are, I'd like to challenge uh, you and Direct Focus to do something similar. Um, and I, I'd love to know um, in the future what, and we, we can follow up and do like a little, this is what Direct Focus I, I, is doing mm-hmm. in the community now. And but I'd love to see uh, Direct Focus doing some more programs or just getting credit for the programs you're doing. Like like you say, you guys are doing a ton. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's in because in, I had a feeling this question was coming. So I did a little <laughs> research prior to this. And that's why I don't think it's part of our strategic roadmap. It's not that we don't do it. It's that we do it at ad hoc. Right. So we don't do it with a purpose, uh, mm-hmm. one singular purpose. Um, the, re- the, the way we do it is based on uh, employees and what they're behind. Mm. You know, um, and this year um, we're working to start tracking that, and then uh, figuring out how to um, not necessarily um, report on it as much as um, just be a little bit more deliberate. You know, so we um, um, everything from Hersprung's the CEO sleepout to uh, Diabetes Foundation to um, Terry Fox walks to kids with capes to Children's Hospital Foundation. Um, we're integrally involved in a lot of these things, whether it be in kind or in cash. Um, but you're right, we don't ever talk about it. Um, and that's yeah. probably a me thing, because uh, I don't yeah, generally, yeah. generally don't talk about that kind of stuff. But when I really looked at it, there's a lot of things that we do. I, I think it's important, and I've explored this a bit, because um, I, I don't really like like talking or what feels like bragging about certain things, but I think it's... I found it's really important to let people know what you're doing because if more people know what you're doing, who Taylor is, and what Direct Focus is all about, I think you're going to get more support. And the more support you get, I'm sure the more you're going to continue to support yep. the community. It's a self-fulfilling piece, and, and that's why that's where I start to feel comfortable talking about it and doing things like this and saying this is what Two Small Men does is we want um, we want our communities to know like what we're what we're trying to accomplish because the more they know it i feel the more they'll support us yeah. in our business because we're just using that as a platform to to support others um and hopefully it's it's coming across authentic because it is something that's quite powerful for us um and we feel it's amazing what you're doing thank you yeah it's uh it was inspiring and i yeah again i had to really look through this to make sure that i was worthy of sitting next to you on this <laughs> chair <laughs> come on um Business leaders nowadays have such um, an opportunity to give. I think that the accumulation of wealth I- is occurring um, because of um, technology, um, the barriers to expand businesses are lowering because of technology, mm-hmm. and the people who are successful at, at a business um, has more responsibility now because of that ac- accumulation of wealth. And uh, whether it's from an altruistic point of view or just if we don't continue to support this system, this entrepreneurial system where our wealth is accumulating, 
um, it, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, I absolutely couldn't agree more. Yeah. First and foremost, congratulations on all your wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to getting there one day. Um, <laughs> you, we can cut this, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you reach a certain point, and that's something I've really enjoyed about talking with you because um, you're such an authentic person. Is that there is a responsibility if you've had some type of success? And I mean, I joke around about luck and that kind of stuff, and I've worked super hard, but I've been super fortunate. Right. And uh, you get to a point where it's not that you have everything it's that you realize that so many people don't have anything so it, yeah. it you are obligated to do something else yeah because uh, karma's a fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's for sure yeah uh and and yeah the the, the more you, the more i get out there and running running a business like moving um we see all types of socioeconomic um health and the more i realize that um we need to get out there and help yep. uh, people who are down their luck, who really deserve it, who are, who are really trying, um, who just haven't had their lucky break yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would love to be part of a platform or part of a, a group of people that uh, can we can reach out to and say, hey, um, you know, this person has a small business, they they've gone down on hard times, and where they're really struggling is marketing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, call up Taylor and say, Hey, I know this person, you know, can you help out? Give them, give them their lucky break. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to form this network of people that are willing to help. And producer Ryan here has generously offered, um, he's also a, a trained cognitive behavioral therapist. And if ever there's a time that we need that, he's willing to donate some time. And I'm hoping that we can reach out to you, uh, for those in need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah awesome. I, I always want to. You want to be counted on. And again, it's one of those things when you've been. Um, uh, and I don't say afforded so much because I never want to take away from the fact that any entrepreneurs that didn't work their asses off. Right. Right. Um, but again, you, you you got to get somewhere. You you might have started off in the race here as opposed to here. Right. Um, and it's uh yeah leveling the playing field. What kind of like stimulus do you take in on a regular basis? Taken and that's made an impact on you and your thinking. Books you've read, um, <laughs> experts you've followed. What are some things that have stood out that have almost helped guide you? That might help guide other leaders. It's a wow, it's a good question. I read a fair bit, so I'm pretty active. Um, my uh, my forum group has been a big help. You know, so I, I hang out with some really interesting people. Um, people that I wouldn't have thought, not that I wouldn't have thought that they were that uh, interesting, but people that I thought would solely focus on themselves, and it turns out that 90% of their time is spent donating. Um, the things they think about, um, you know, uh, specifically in that group, I'm held really accountable to a certain standard um, of integrity, uh, right. which is really important because, you know, you have your, um, your core beliefs uh, or the value system that you have, um, and you try to stay within that. Um, to live the purest life you can. Right. Uh, my wife's pretty inspirational. Yeah, she she holds me to task. Uh, <laughs> she's like legit the exact opposite of me, so she's better than me in every way. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she uh, remi- reminds me constantly about what life is supposed to be like, um, and it's not all about work and money. And I'm sure she's helping with the uh, the challenge we have going on right now. Yeah, she's pretty motivating. Yeah. Like, uh, 
like only because I'm a bit afraid of her. So <laughs> I've been getting up to work out before she gets out of bed. So just so I'm accountable to, to doing that. T- Taylor's been texting me uh, at 6.30 in the morning saying he's done his workout already. Uh, we have a weight loss challenge I'm going so on. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he's been inspiring me the last few days because I have been also quite tired uh, trying to trying to keep with the challenge. Um, yeah. This is something that for both you guys, I think it's important for other leaders who are watching out there, is the relationship between leaders is very important. And it's hard for people to understand the pressures that leaders go under. Right? It's a lot of fun, it's a lot of ups, but there's sure as hell a lot of downs. So it's important to have really good relationships with people who are in similar places. You, you mentioned your forum group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, I, I meant to bring it up uh, last talk with Christian, but because um, he mentioned his forum group. And I've had this talk, I, I used to have a forum group until I moved to Winnipeg. and. Uh, in search of a new one, it, it's been so important to me because um, being an entrepreneur can be can be fairly alienating. Um, some of the things that um, you go through as an entrepreneur, it's uh, other people who aren't running a business don't get. There's certain stresses, there's certain commitments, there's um, uh, being responsible for. Uh, in, in, you know, in my case, we had over 100 people working for us and in your case it's even more um, I believe mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot of responsibility there and so that forum group that I had was was so um, awesome and it's just a form of community um, that um, was so necessary for me to manage the stress and um, share those experiences and you, you create a, almost an instant bond I know that when we were talking about certain things when we first met there uh, there was that for me anyways that yeah. that instant camaraderie over the some of the shit we got to go through you felt like you fell in love <laughs> it, it was a, a platonic love yes yeah <laughs> uh yeah no that's i mean that's it right that's super important that's it um yeah it's a genuine connection because you are in your job you're very very isolated Right, so right. it's like you're making uh, decisions, um, but you're also um, setting the tone for how you want things or how you think things should be. Um, uh, I'm definitely not right all the time, mm. you know. So I'm constantly thinking and second guessing. I've seen guessing. you not be right before. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> twice. Um, and yeah, no, it's kind of that instant connection. So like, uh, especially like you, I found that you're such a genuine person <laughs> that I think I've told you this before. I might have not told you, but I've told um, other people that I was like he's either an amazing guy or he's a plant for CRA and I can't figure it out because <laughs> he's just so like he's yeah he's good you, you'll never know until it's too late yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything wrong <laughs> but yeah I mean it's so in the community part of, of this conversation it, I think it was so instrumental for me to have that brotherhood of the people from my foreign group to um, bounce ideas off, realize that I'm not alone, that there's things, um, you know, other entrepreneurs or most entrepreneurs are going through the same mm. things. So, I mean, that in terms of mental health is uh, some advice I would say, like, oh, what are some of the groups that, that you've, uh, you're involved in for those forum groups that you'd suggest? Uh, YPO, McKay Forum, EO, good cognitive behavioral therapist. <laughs> that's always a good one Ryan yeah uh, I was involved with tech which yeah. w- which is great in Edmonton and I they got a chapter here in Winnipeg 
um, and for all those uh, very wealthy individuals that uh, hopefully we'll get to listen one day is Tiger 21 uh, I met a guy who joined that so this is phenomenal um, so yeah highly recommend those one of the most um, privileged parts of my job is being able to make an impact on people's lives mm. where it takes no effort from my side and it takes a tremendous amount of um, stress off them um, and it's not always financially based but it's support based so um, uh, it's my it's pretty much the only reason why I have my like I do my job um, I would not that I don't love marketing and all these things all that much um, it's the impact you make on people so you find out somebody's struggling with mental health right. well our benefits will cover it um, but they're not in that tier so you just bump them up in the tier um, somebody needs a short-term loan uh, recently I found out this woman's mother was coming in from Somalia uh, it was routed through the states uh, because of all the stuff going on. Uh, oh, she was going to be detained. Uh, it was four hundred dollars to switch the flight. Uh, you know, they were trying to figure out how to do it. It was all stressed out, and you had this person worrying. Where, you know, we took it to our travel agent, we rewrote the flight, and now she gets to see her mom after nine years. You know, so there's all these impactful things, and um, we joked around, or I joked around outside about I have a box of things. And my box is filled with uh, thank you notes. Hmm. And it's pretty much like if I left my office today, it would be the only thing i take. Because hmm. um, it's just super nice where um, all these people are working their asses off and they're doing such a good job. And they just need a tiny bit of help. And you help them and they're, um, they're way more grateful than they probably should be. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's super powerful. And actually, I think we may have talked about this before. Um, in, in run, running a moving company, like when I was growing up, it I didn't grow up thinking, you know, that's going to be my passion. Um, I kind of fell into it. It's a long story. We won't get into it here, but it is the reason I'm, I'm still doing what I do now um, is the impact you can have. And I didn't, um, at first I didn't realize, um, as your network grows, the power you end up having it as a leader in, in your team and in your business and how impactful it is and, and how you got to keep yourself in check all the time because if you're having a bad day it can affect a lot of people mm-hmm. um, and, and when you're when you're doing good and when you're on um, how positively you can affect a, a community um, on your team and, and outside your team is so um, so impactful so that's something to be really cognizant of as a business leader is the the impact, positive or negative, you can have. Yeah, right. You set the tone. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at you as a leader. All of a sudden we're doing your show and I'm obligated to do a bunch more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It, it is pretty surreal uh, to be sitting here in front of a microphone with a TV screen uh, with my name on it um, doing this. So jealous. <laughs> But um, it feels good, and it actually, for some weird reason, it feels natural um, doing this because I have in the back of my mind that we can have positive impact. Mm-hmm. People always sort of assume that you're, you're the leader of an organization, you're the CEO of a company, you've made it, baby, you're done, you're there already, right? You've accomplished your goal, but you continue to set new goals, mm-hmm. whether health-related goals, uh, new business ventures, uh, new ways to contribute to your community. What are some things you're working on right now? Uh, I just completed a course at MIT on artificial intelligence. Uh, so I do a lot of educational stuff, um, something I don't talk about a lot. Um, that for me is just kind of fun, um, challenging. Uh, I 
they go through spurts of exercising. Uh, so that's a good one. Um, what kind of exercising? Just lots of weights. Okay. And okay. some running. And if you smoke enough I cigarettes, you yeah. get your heart rate up to the point where it's like doing a full cardio type. You, you can do uh, 1K and feel like a marathon. Right? Yeah, I pretty much walked here <laughs> from my office. And I'm winded. <laughs> yeah. um, all sorts of stuff. Again, I feel, um, again, super lucky because I get to be around a lot of really inspirational people um, that uh, do want to give back um, or they want to build something uh, big and... You know, I think genuinely my criteria for being around somebody is just being a, a decent human. Mm. Um, and I have a lot of those. Um, so some very ambitious, uh, decent human beings. Yeah, when, whenever um, I have like kind of a, a big idea that crosses my mind in the last year, um, especially when giving back, uh, Taylor usually crosses my mind. So that's actually the reason why we're sitting in the direct focus uh, lounge slash now studio. Um, <laughs> you guys did a great job in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and really appreciate uh, your, your uh, offices. You've donated and your time and everything to this cause. Yeah, um, and I think we got a few more projects in the work that will um, really make impact in, in people's lives. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Community of Big Hearts with Stu Starkey. If you know someone in your community who is a leader doing great things and driving change, a contributor who is on a passionate mission to help their community through a nonprofit or a foundation, or a community member just doing their part to make their community a better place, please send Stu an email and let him know and maybe they can be featured on a future episode of the Community of Big Hearts. You can email Stu at stu at twosmallmen.com. Again, that's stu at twosmallmen.com. Thank you again for listening.